let's go down It's time for a couple skate Wheels go round and round You're on my mind In sixth grade At Bath Roller K Hoping that a girl takes pity on me They say skating rinks ain't no place to start a family Going round the rink, it's been you and me Loving a rich field boy ain't always what it's supposed to be Oh, girl, will you skate with me? I'm forever yours Faithfully Listening to Scott Luther, Matt Choma, and this is SRP, SRP, SRP Podcast. Podcast. Hey everyone, it is that time again. It's time for the South Richfield Podcast with your hosts, Scott Luther and Matthew Coma. Hey Matt, how are you today? I'm doing quite well, Scott. How are things back home? Things are okay. Uh, big whoop-de-doo happened uh, this past weekend. Um, I was, I was uh, a little bummed about this. Since October, there had been a blue couch sitting at the end of the road in someone's driveway on Alger here. And I had this great idea. You know, everyone does these challenges, like the Tide Pod Challenge and, uh, you know, the, the water challenge where you dump a bucket of water on your head. Ice water, yeah. Yeah. I was going to have the Blue Couch Challenge or the Alger Couch Challenge and challenge our listeners to uh, take a picture of themselves sitting on this couch that's been out there in in the weather for four months. It was like full of <laughs> snow and everything. And I told my Aunt Betty about this idea on Saturday morning. And she's like, that is such a good idea. And she and my uncle were going to go sit on this couch. <laughs> and my, my little cousin, uh, she's like, oh, and we can... We can see who can sit there the longest. I'm like, that's a great idea. So they're going to go do this. They go to sit on this couch, and it's gone. Oh. Finally, I have a great idea. The couch has been One. there forever. It's been there for months and months and months. I was thinking about making a calendar, and it would say, uh, sceneries of Richfield. 
and the blue couch would be there and you know maybe the abandoned trucking companies something like that to get give people a real sense of of the community we live in and uh <laughs> the blue couch is gone my aunt texted me she's like did you take the blue couch and put it in your yard or something because it's not here anymore and i'm like no so I was a little disappointed. But that's the big news here on Alger Road, at least. That this couch, it's been there since October, has finally been taken away. So it's somewhere in the Akron City landfill. Or maybe Where somebody just it? stopped and took oh, it. But Maybe. I... <laughs> well, maybe our listeners out there have a blue couch that they don't have anything uh, that's not really working out for them. And they could drop it off at your front yard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Rachel would love that. I guess we could come torch on it. over and set a spell. <laughs> get out the old banjo and get some lemonade and sit on this blue couch in the front yard and we watch the cows and the snow plows. Have a nip from that jug with the three X's on it. <laughs> three X's. <laughs> hey, did I hear uh, what's going on? What's going on there? I heard. Speaking of something with three X's, did you make up a new drink for well, this episode? Well, yeah, I, I sure did. I, uh, I just finished it right there. Nice. Uh, it is a classic whiskey Manhattan. Ooh. Something that uh, any sophisticated spirits drinker or uh, no account hoodlum would uh, enjoy. But I, I just was uh, looking in our, our uh, liquor cabinet. Stuff that we still have from our wedding going on 17 years ago. <laughs> and I said, well, I need to use some of this stuff up. So I grabbed a little of this and a little of that, and I put it together. And I thought, man, that is tasty. And then I just plugged that into uh, Google and said, what is this kind of drink? And it came up and said, you just made a classic Manhattan whiskey. Wow. No, whiskey Manhattan. Without even knowing it? Without even knowing it. That's how talented I am. <laughs> Excuse me. You have a little New York in your blood, I think. Well, speaking of blood, have you been part of all this rage of finding out what your uh, ancestry is? Yeah. Well, wait, wait a minute. Before we get into that, just for our, the sake of our listeners, who I'm sure are dying to know, a whiskey Manhattan. Yeah, tell us about that. Well, even though it's called a Manhattan, it says that the classic recipe typically goes with a Canadian whiskey, which I happen to have, which was a Canadian club. So I started with two fingers of Canadian club by fingers. It's, you lay your fingers against the glass and pour that. Actually, it was, it was six fingers. <laughs> uh, but then, then you have uh, some sweet vermouth uh, and then uh, some Agnostra bitters. And then you top the whole thing off with a cherry. And uh, since I only had dry vermouth, I added a little sugar. By sweet, it means uh, – or by dry, it means not sweet. So uh, I added my own little sugar. And you're supposed to put a cherry in there as well. I didn't have the cherry, but I did have some <laughs> cherry jelly. <laughs> but so when you made it, when you made it yourself. Yes. So you used – Canadian Club whiskey. Yes. Dry vermouth. Yes. Did you put sugar or did you just drink it as is at that point? Well, I I didn't drink these things uh, separately. I mixed them all together. Okay. <laughs> but did you add the sugar when you were oh. inventing this in your head and yes. you didn't realize well, it was in Manhattan? 
no, it was it was before that, and I, I put it all in there, and I, I thought, well, I don't know that that's going to taste real well, so I, I think it needs a little bit of sweetness to, you know, smooth out all that all that uh, dryness to it. And so just by punching into Google, it said, yeah, use sweet vermouth. So I probably had a little bit of a sweeter version of a typical classic Manhattan. You need some simple Still, syrup. Still, well worth it. Sounds sounds delicious. I you know I'm not a big whiskey guy. Now, I have friends who love whiskey, and they'll order Manhattan every time we go out. I've tried it. I'm just not. I don't know. It just. Uh, you know what I think you should get? Well, Shirley Temple. And, <laughs> once you move on from the Shirley Temple, maybe you'd like an old fashioned. Make mine an old that's fashioned. A, that's a that's a sweeter drink. I heard that, and then there's, there's always the classic SRP. The SRP. Oh, I was thinking about that because I bought some Spindrift soda at the old Costco wholesale club this past weekend, and we have a bunch of pineapple juice. So excited to make a. As the weather's starting to get warmer, I am going to make mine an SRP, which which again is uh, sparkling water, so rum yeah. and pineapple juice. There you go. Delicious. And a little froth on the top. Right. Shaken, of Shaken course. with ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I did but the we were, 23 and Me. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about uh, uh, families. Yeah, 23 and Me. Uh, you, you guys did that? I did 23 and Me, and Rachel did Ancestry.com. So uh, it's interesting because I think you guys did separate services, so you would not find out if you were related. You're right. That's exactly <laughs> that's exactly our approach. Well, I wanted Just to see in how case. I wanted to see how specific they got the two different services uh, would you know perform. Do they get to the specific country, or does it say like Western Europe, Eastern Europe, or does it go down to the actual country instead of just a region? Well, I've been talking with a lot of our listeners, Scott. Yeah? And we're all dying to know, what did 23 say that you were? Oh, it just said I was, it it said exactly what I thought it was going to (laughs) say. Okay. Uh, My my great-great-great-grandfather came over from Switzerland, and I am almost 30% Swiss, and then I had... Uh, my great 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 grandfather came from Italy, and I'm almost thirty percent Italian. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no there's nothing like any Native American or anything like that in there. It's all it's all European. So uh-huh. you know England because we have English ancestors from the 1630s who came over. Yes. Not, not quite the Mayflower, but ten years later. But they settled in that same area. So my English hmm. side is about uh, 10% from what I saw. So they settled in Plymouth? They settled uh, just south, if I'm not mistaken. South Plymouth. South, Pl- <laughs> south Plymouth. <laughs> they're, they're in some part of Massachusetts. I can't remember exactly where. Uh. I, I read all about this when I was doing <laughs> genealogy stuff. <laughs> And obviously, I have an awful memory, and I cannot put my. It, actually, you know what? That's your Italian side. 
<laughs> Wait, you're Italian and you're maybe, Swiss. You, maybe guys, was, you must make the best meatballs. It might have been north of New uh, Plymouth. It might have been New Hampshire. Now that I'm thinking about it, oh, I have to right. I have to look this up. It might have been Rhode Island. <laughs> so, did you do anything like that, Matt? Well, yes, we did. We did uh, all four of us, uh, Penny and the two kids, and myself. Um, all did the 23 and Me. Um, I specifically was pushing for the kids to do it just to make sure that they were mine. <laughs> because if they weren't, I was going to say, "Well, it's been fun." <laughs> what were you going to do? <laughs> I don't know. I, I was just probably still going to hang around, but <laughs> I at least have that in my back pocket. Oh, so I didn't take out the garbage. Well, well, you. <laughs> <laughs> so are you uh, uh, but Eastern European? Almost uh, exclusively. <laughs> wow. Um, 80, what was it? 89% Eastern European. And it breaks it down into saying that uh, uh, from Poland, from Ukraine, and Slovakia, and Russia. That's there. And then there was um, Ibe- it said Iberian Peninsula, which is either Spain or Portugal, yeah. somehow, some way. A little bit of Southern European somehow, but lo- surprisingly, the the largest extra component was almost seven percent. Uh, I think is what it was was Greek and uh, Balkan. So. Okay. Uh, Opa. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have any. I mean, I had a five percent Greek and Balkan. It said, but that could be expected from the Mediterranean, you know, Italian portion. Little, it said seven percent Eastern European, like you know, Slavic. But mm-hmm. yeah, nothing, nothing surprising. The funny thing about these tests, you know, if you set your you can set your privacy settings that, you know, people can find you, you know, okay, I can see I'm related to this person. You can display your name or hide it or whatever. And so you can see if, you know, a relative took this test and I can see like my aunt took it, my first cousin took it, my other first cousin took it, but I don't know who this person is. So maybe there's something going on there. Uh, so I'm looking for a loan. But it's fascinating thinking about cold cases that have been solved using these uh, these ancestors, these DNA tests. Because now investigators are going to these services and if, if they submit a, a DNA sample, they can see if anyone maybe not a killer or or a criminal or something is on the site but maybe someone related to oh yeah you know so so, let's say someone left dna at a scene of a crime uh 30 years ago and you know they've they've gotten away with it that guy in sanford that golden gate killer that's how he was caught uh a relative had had taken a test and you know they submitted they they checked the sample and found someone who's probably a cousin of this the dna (laughs) wow so they would look into the cousins and lo and behold here's here's this guy 
who who they were able yeah, to so, catch. So somebody who committed these crimes was somehow related to these people. So, well, I better fess up to it now. I may have or may not have stolen some sandwiches from the UT cafeteria back in the mid nineties. Oh gosh. You know, they were fingering me cause we were roommates. Oh. <laughs> and I said, I've never stolen anything in my life except for, well, I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> Sorry. Turnpike well, I... McDonald's. Those, that, <laughs> they were that, wondering where the profits went down. That frozen cookie dough was just too good. <laughs> You'd sneak, sneak one, sneak into the cooler and eat one every once in a while. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting what they can, what they can find out. Well, yeah, and you know, there's uh, whole chains of people out there that, like you were saying, that you are related to that you just don't know and. I guess a good thing about it is that you can find out if you are related to your spouse or not. <laughs> I, I guess, as long as you both fortunately, take the same one. Yeah, fortunately, uh, Penny and I are not related to one another. That is good. I can't say that about her whole family. Gene <laughs> pool's a little shallow. <laughs> it's funny. I see a lot of like. Uh... I see some a name like Yoder come up in mind, and I wonder if I'm if maybe I have some Amish uh, relatives that are online doing DNA testing. <laughs> I have no idea. They would never do it, would they? I have no idea. I mean, it could be a common name. I don't know. There'd be really no way to find out because the Amish probably don't even know about DNA testing, do they? I'm not sure. And they're not going to allow an English doctor to come in and take a sample it's it's it is interesting seeing where where we ended up coming from and even more interesting is is how humans got there in the first place and i'm i'm listening to an interesting audiobook matt called sapiens i recommend you pick it up it's something we can talk about uh later in, a, in another All right. podcast well or what's you, it about it's about uh, homo sapiens <laughs> oh okay that makes sense <laughs> yeah it's uh it's paleoanthropology i'm guessing yeah how'd you know i've it's it's a passion of mine i'll admit it I, i've read a book or two on the subject those are the most interesting books i think have you read uh, guns germs and steel yes that what a great book that is yeah have you read uh 1492 or whatever it is 1491 1491 I'm reading right thank you yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> i've read that one i think and i then own... there's, there's the sequel 1493 <laughs> it's just i'm not kidding <laughs> it's fascinating yes mm. all this stuff that we think we know and we understand you know that's why i love history so much is trying to understand where why we are where we are right now and why things are either messed up this way or good that way, there's a reason for it. And you can follow this trail all the way back. Things that we share these common traits as humans or things that make a particular culture different from another culture. Also very interesting. Yeah, like um, Rachel has a grand, either grandmother or great-grandmother who was supposed to be on the Titanic. 
so if that person had gotten on the ship, she may not be here right now. Ooh. You know? You, but she, she could have hooked up with Leonardo DiCaprio, though. That's true. <laughs> oh, Rose. That might have been worth it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Kate Winslet, hello. I, I don't think she's listening, but she's very attractive. She is a dish. It's a South Richfield news flash. Hey, Matt. Did you hear about yes. this guy in Texas? No. Uh, this guy, 25-year-old. He's His name is Stephen Shrout. Not, Shrout? Yeah, not Shrout, like Dwight Shrout, but Stephen Shrout. Shrout, 25. Uh, so he's a millennial. He's a millennial. He's He played fantasy football for the first time uh, this oh, past dear. season. And, uh, you know, you and I are in a fantasy football league, the South Richville Fantasy Football League. Shout out to Tony Carone, who... Who won it this season? Congratulations! To Way to Tony. go, Tony! I knew it was going to be you. <laughs> we'll go back and listen to one of our other podcasts. See if you actually picked Tony. I don't remember you doing that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but uh, so Stephen Shrout uh, came in last in his fantasy football league, and he had to do a very nutty thing as a punishment: walk around a dog park covered head to toe in peanut butter. Oh, jeez. He had never played fantasy football before this season, but decided to join a league with some high school buddies who'd been playing together since 2009. It was my first year, and I didn't do any kind of studying at first. I kind of just jumped in, uh, Shrout told WFAA-TV. He was dogged by bad luck from the beginning when his top draft choice, Pittsburgh Steelers running back Le'Veon Bell, Ended up sitting out the entire season. Uh, a lot of people suffered the same fate as, as Stephen. <laughs> uh, as a result, Shrout was given the choice of paying $250 to the winning person or to perform a humiliating stunt. And Shrout des- decided to do the stunt. Standing in a Dallas dog park for 10 minutes clad only in a gold Speedo, and, oh yes, covered in peanut butter. Oh, God. I said, that's not a big challenge. No one believed me. They're like, no way he's going to do it, Shrout told the station. But he went through with it last Wednesday, hoping to get out of the sticky situation without a hitch. My strategy was to do it as fast as possible. And hope that not many people would see me, Shrout said. A lot of the dog owners just wondered what I was doing. And when I told them I lost a bet, they all laughed. Although Shrout hoped to fulfill the terms of the bet without being seen too much, video of his experience has gone viral. So you can search for a man covered in peanut butter (laughs) in a dog park. And he has learned a valuable lesson. He will play fantasy football again, but probably not with the same guys. Some friends from high school, right? <laughs> We're friends from high school. You've never made me wear a speed. Oh, oh, except for that one time. Well, yeah. I have made you uh, cover yourself in peanut butter, though, but it was for a completely different reason. Yeah, that was for charity. Right. 
It was for the children. <laughs> the children of College Station. Right. That sounds like something that uh, you'd see on that show, Impractical Jokers. Oh, I love that show. We're going to go up to uh, the Detroit area's version of Blossom Music Center called DTE something or other. DTE Pavilion, let's call it. And we're going to see them this summer. They were here last... Perform live. They were here last January at CSU. We did not go. And I'm like, oh, we should have went. But by the time I decided we were actually going to go, it was we couldn't get any tickets. Rachel and the boys were sitting out there watching them uh, before we started podcasting tonight. And Rachel just... she You can hear her laughing about it. It's hilarious, some of the things they have to do. And the punishments are just... Uh, out of this world. Like, like covering yourself in peanut butter going to a dog park. That's pretty good. That That is a good one. We don't do anything like that for the, the loser in our league. No. But I think we should start doing something like that to provide an incentive just to, to not lose. Yeah, we should. We probably should. It's been uh, 15 seasons. Who, who was the loser this last year? The worst team. I think the ultimate we, loser. Oof. I think it might have been Dave. It oh, could, then we definitely should have done it. We, you know, I feel bad. Dave. I think Dave was too busy to to handle a, a manage a team this year. But oh, that's coaching how, the uh, the high school cross country team. Yeah. Oh, no excuse. Never mind. Ah, come on. It's, they're out running for like fifteen minutes. You could do some transfers or trades during that time. Come yeah, on. for sure. I, I didn't have any problem running my team, and look at me. I, I'm very busy with uh, this podcast, the launch, the soon to soon to launch uh, South Richfield Gaming uh, channel on YouTube, <laughs> and uh, future um, speaking engagements that you have lined up with the Richfield Historical Society. Oh yeah, hey everybody, just put this on your calendar if you want to come out to the Richfield Historical Society on uh, Sunday, June twenty third. Matt and I will be speaking. Uh, at 2 o'clock and giving a presentation on the biggest tragedy in Richfield history. When I moved away to Northwest Ohio. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know... No, uh, that's third biggest. Most of our listeners have, have listened to our tragedy in Richfield uh, two-parter from last June. And word got around... And we've been asked to speak at the Historical Society and give our take on the Gargat Hunter love tragedy. It's going to be a real well, it's more of a murder or... tragedy a... than a love tragedy. Damn it, Matt. I didn't want people to know that there was murder. Oh, sorry. All right, edit that out. <laughs> I, I guess, okay, so the, the Gargat murders. We're going to talk oh, about the murders yeah. now that you've ruined it. Uh, yeah, how I sleep on. How do we uh, how do we describe it to people without giving away what's what happened? Hmm. Well, I, I guess don't have me help discuss it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there'll be I'm sure there's going to be flyers up at like the country counter, Vans Pharmacy, maybe stapled along the walls of the Richfield Coliseum, um, at right. Whitey's, up, up up at Richfield School, up at Richfield School. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's talking about the. The tragedy in Richfield, right. and it's uh, we need to figure out if we can uh, 
you know, maybe get some people to help us reenact this. You know, yes, so. I, I think we might have to move to a different venue because there's going to be so many people showing up. We, I'm going to have to discuss this and see if we might have to. You know, the, the historical society, it fits probably about forty people. All right. in full. Buy your chair. tickets early. On StubHub, maybe. <laughs> but uh, we might have to come, move it out into the parking lot. Come for lot. the story. Stay for the pig roast. <laughs> It'll be June. There will be an appearance by the blue sofa. <laughs> <laughs> Come and get your picture taken on it. Oh. <laughs> Listen to Scott play the banjo. <laughs> Take a nip from the jug with the three X's on it. Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, June 23rd. We're turning the Richfield Historical Society into a giant monster. 2 p.m. Hear Matt and Scott from the South Richfield Podcast speak about the tragedy in Richfield. Be there. We also... We're also... I'm also... Hey, man, I'm trying to line up some other special guests for our podcast. Awesome. Um, It's gonna... I don't know if anybody likes Arizona history, but... (laughs) I'm trying to line Who up. Who doesn't? <laughs> I love their iced tea. And their jeans from the late 80s. Aren't those the Coles brand? Oh, are they? <laughs> Arizona jeans? I think that's I the... Coles was... Maybe. I think it is. You go to any resale shop, though, they'll be loaded. <laughs> they just don't have that fit. You know, I miss the I miss the Jordash look. Uh, right, a lot of room in the caboose. Me, me, uh, skating around the bath rollercade in my Jordashes, <laughs> um, jamming to Huey Lewis in the news. Um, sure. I, I think we've talked about this, Matt. But did you ever do the couple skate? You had to go there, didn't you, Scott? I'm sorry. I'm just curious. You had, you had to go there. No, Scott, I never, ever in my life got a chance to couple skate. I was, a, for one, a terrible skater, and for two, a, a homely child. <laughs> and uh, portly and uh, uncomely. So the, until, uh, until you got that illness. One of the, yes, one of the great humiliations of my life was I was, as I said, not a very good skater, and it was couples only skate and i could not get off the floor <laughs> so i was out there skating all by myself you're trapped in the middle in the middle going around and around and around while sticks played lady <laughs> is that the and best journey went on to open arms <laughs> and i couldn't get away fast enough <laughs> i just the wheels just kept spinning scott and spinning and spinning i couldn't get off well, Meanwhile, I... <laughs> couple teenagers with pencil-thin mustaches and two tight jeans were weaving in and out, and I had no place to go. So I eventually sat down until Billy Squires' The Stroke came back on. <laughs> and, and that gave me enough mojo to get up and move around again. Well, it's been, let's see, sixth grade. That's That was the, probably the prime peak of 
our time at Bathroll Arcade. That's when right. you would you would con your mom into taking you and some friends down there. And I I don't see Nolan, you know, he's in sixth grade. I don't see him teaming up with any of his buddies to go roller skating or anywhere to to meet girls. Maybe those places just don't exist. Where do, where do they go nowadays? I Bowling I don't know. Pr- probably over to uh, the vapor store and smoke a jewel. <laughs> <laughs> but when we were, I mean, I remember very clearly like Mrs. Urtel driving us there or driving us back. And it was like me, Ward, Marty, Al Cantale, a few other people. We'd, we'd be down there. Ladies, men, one and all. We, we loved going to the Bath Roller Cave. What's your what's what would be your top five couples skate songs, Matt? Top five. If if a couple skate came on, what songs do you want to hear? Alright. Uh, just off the top of my head, in no particular order. Lady by Kenny Rogers. Okay. Babe by Styx. Lost in Love, Air Supply, Can't Fight This Feeling Anymore, Ario Speedwagon, Open Arms, Journey, and perhaps the, the one that moved me most, Take My Breath Away by Berlin. How about you? Well, that's seven, so maybe that's an honorable mention in there. <laughs> that's six. Is it? All right. I can't count. That's all right. I'd say... Uh... Cherish by Cool and the Gang. Another Air Supply one. Making Love Out of Nothing at All. I like that drum part in there. Uh, Faithfully by Journey. Mm. That's a good one. The Search is Over by Survivor. And let's throw a Lionel Richie in there. How about Endless Love? Oh, naturally, yes. By Lionel Richie. And if I had an honorable mention, how about I Want to Know What Love Is by Foreigner? Oh. I think we just made a, a, exactly a couple so. skate playlist. And I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, take all twelve so. all twelve of these songs. I'm gonna I'll throw the honorable mentions there. I'm gonna make a Spotify playlist and uh, you guys can go couple skating. Just get your little you know I'll I'll be trapped out in the middle. It'll be on Spotify. Maybe I'll make a South Richfield Spotify playlist. Uh, and you can, if there's no roller skating rink near you, take your little, take your phone and uh, a portable speaker and find a lake. <laughs> and you can <laughs> ice skate. Right. The center of Richfield has a skating rink, Matt. I don't know if you know that. I didn't know that. Yes. I never Boy. see anybody on it. How far they've come. But they put it up every year in hopes that the masses will come and, and skate. Maybe I'm just not driving by at the, at the right time. But uh, I have not taken my kids up there to skate yet. Do your kids know how to skate? I don't think so. Oh, oh no, wait a, wait a second. They know how to roller skate. All right. Because they would do that um, in the basement, now that I'm thinking about it. They do lots of stupid stuff down there. Yeah. They're not couple skating down there. They did a lot. It was more like roller derby. Oh, than there you couples, go. <laughs> couple skate. They would, uh, one would 
have like a rope tied around his waist while the other one pulled him uh, and they would go out of control through the basement. It's kind of crazy. Now, now that sounds like some good times. It's fun. Now, uh, I gotta ask, did you ever couple skate with anyone? Yes. A couple times. <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't know if the people want me to mention it. Well, the audience wants you to mention it. Alright, so I remember asking people who said no. I will not okay. mention those names. Well, I still say no. I, 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 like, I think you're a great friend, but I'm not ready to take that step. I, uh, I believe the first person to say yes was Julie Funk, and uh, we couple skated. I, I'm almost positive, and if Julie, if I'm wrong, I apologize. But I'm sure you were nice enough and a, a very kind person, and you took pity upon me, and we did couple skate <laughs> at one point in sixth grade. And I'm almost positive Lori Bettner and I did as well, but it was more under the premise where she was stuck <laughs> during the slow skate part out along the wall uh -huh. because, you know, the slow music came on, she had just... Went, she was kind of in that furthest part from the from the uh, opening, and I think I went out there to rescue her and help her along. Help, help her because she she did not skate much. Might have been her first time there. I'm not. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. But I think I went and, and escorted her around the uh, rink to get off. <laughs> so your your couple skate was just to get her to the open. <laughs> it I still think, counts. It still I think counts. it turned into. Because I think we passed the opening, Whoops! and we kept going. That's that's yes. the ploy. And later later in life, you use that same move. Oh, I guess we're out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Yeah, it's it smooth, works baby, totally. <laughs> hey, you wouldn't happen to remember seeing a, a, a husky kid out in the middle of the floor <laughs> not being able to get up. That was move. you? Possibly. I was the one who hit you in the back of the head. Oh, jeez. Kept knocking me down. Yeah. During, mm. uh, what was that song? During Toto Africa. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> oh, yeah. They always played a lot of Africa and, uh, and, uh, that other one by Toto, Ro Rosanna. Uh huh. I love it. I, I remember uh, a lot of Billy Squire and a lot of Queen. I can see that. A lot of air supply, though, during those slow skates. Right. I, I think air supply and REO Speedwagon's whole uh, business model was, what are those 13-year-olds going to like at those roller skates? What is in the roller skate now? What, what's in that space? It's that the uh, it's Temple. Oh. On roller skates? No, it's, it's a Jewish <laughs> temple. It's a... Uh, Oh, geez. Is it Beth Israel? Are the services performed on roller skates? See, now I have to look it up. Temple at Bath Rollercade. Let's see if we can Google it and see what it, what it says. A Temple Bethel. Uh, so that's what is there now. The same building even? Yes. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm positive it's the same building. Wait. Hold on a second. No, it's the Temple Israel Acre. <laughs> oh. Wait. I was, uh, I Googled wrong. 
This computer is still very confusing to me. <laughs> I wonder if they still have the same DJ. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, oh, no, 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 that'd be uh, 35 years ago. So how old is that guy now? He was probably about uh, 30 then. Right. <laughs> He's just about to make it big. Yeah. No, it's it's exciting because you know what's coming up next year, Matt. Our our thirtieth uh, class reunion. Oh no! Maybe we should try to get the the temple, or and maybe we can get it converted back to the roller cage just for one night, and we can we can have our, our <laughs> class reunion there. Yeah, I'll still be the husky guy out in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> be able to get up off the floor. I I bet someone would come help you this time. Well, I hope so. <laughs> Couple skate? No. Oh. No, we'll we're gonna find a good venue. We'll find a good venue. We're Corey's already putting out feelers. So uh, right. Anybody uh, from the class of ninety? That means I got... get ready to to party. With uh, with your friends, uh, it means I gotta gotta stop eating the uh, double cheeseburgers for the next eighteen months. I I'm already looking into a new uh, something diet plan. I want to look good, even though most people most right. people around here still see me. <laughs> I mean, I married. <laughs> what Rachel. happened? She, she's happened doing to that guy. Yeah, she's doing that CrossFit, so she looks great. She's a She's Who's like that? Rachel. Rachel Luther. Rachel? <laughs> Rachel Luther? Is that who that is? She's doing that CrossFit stuff now, Matt. Maybe yeah. I should look into that. I feel a lot safer at home. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone breaks in, she'll break them over her she's knee. Gonna, she's going to take one of those kettle bell, bells and uh, whack them over the head or a jump rope and whip them. She's doing all that stuff. Jeez, wow. Yeah. So are you doing it with her? No. Are you kidding? <laughs> when am I going to have time to do that? I've got my tennis. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at joining a, a club here in Broadview Heights. A tennis club? Yes. If anybody, If anybody out there plays at peak in Broadview Heights, let me know. Because I'd love to play doubles with you. Because <laughs> nobody wants to play doubles no. with you. <laughs> hey, you just have to be careful when I'm serving. Just don't look back. Uh, wear, maybe wear a helmet. Because <laughs> I don't know where this thing is going. How's your, how's your tennis record been? Well, as you know, Matt, I had a poor first session in the fall. Uh, right. I, I won three games out of 75. That's a that's four percent, but this session, which started in January, well, that's a starting point. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, that's pretty bad. Uh, three out of seventy-five, so that'd be 12, 12 matches. Out of out of the twelve matches, nine of them, I lost six nothing, and three of them I lost six one. So far, this this session, I've already won eight games. Out of forty-four, so I've won eighteen percent of my games. So I've lost wow. six-two uh, a couple times, and maybe no, I've lost six-two three times, and six-one twice, and six-zero once. 
So I consider that an improvement. That's a heck of an improvement, Scott. Congratulations. Thanks. I'm excited. I might, well, <laughs> maybe I'll win this weekend. but I'm They're not planning on showing up? Well, this guy, it's his first week back. He's had he's had the, the uh, some tendinitis. Oh, good. And I'm hoping to take good. advantage of, of this. <laughs> Serve to his left. I got to pay it. The schedule falls just right. Maybe I have a chance here. Because he hasn't played since, uh, like, November. Is there any chance Rachel would be your partner? No, no, no. She might be able to, she might be able to carry the team. She's too happy. Oh. She just, she would say, we a tennis ball and swing at it. And uh, it would go flying somewhere. And, uh, she doesn't have that, that killer instinct. No, she's, she, too bu- she's too busy flapping up kettlebells and whipping ropes. Yeah, and she, she'd be like, good shot, other player. And you can't be you can't be like that. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be run. a little. You gotta have an edge to you. Right. I stare down all my opponents. Right. <laughs> I can't tell if he's looking at me with that lazy eye. <laughs> well, and that's another problem. <laughs> some some guy said it looks like you're not keeping your eye on the ball as your racket's hitting it. This guy's giving me pointers, and I'm like, well. <laughs> have this lazy eye and I, that's <laughs> he's like oh that would that would explain it when everything's here right that's when you seem to have more problems and that's the forehand side <laughs> so i do have a, a an excuse but maybe mm. i should try playing with a patch maybe Ooh, that maybe to strengthen my tennis eye right <laughs> that just might do the trick Wait, you could switch it from side to side. You go, hey, wait, wasn't that the other side last time we played? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring a patch with me on Saturday. And if this, if I'm too far ahead uh, mm-hmm. during this match. With the guy with the tendonitis yeah, and the cast yeah. on his leg? Yeah. <laughs> the the guy on the wheelchair. I'll throw my patch on to strengthen my lazy eye while I'm playing. Wait, so you wouldn't put on the... The lazy eye, you'd put on the other eye. Yeah, you put on the other eye to strengthen the weak eye. To strengthen one. the lazy eye, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you <clears> listeners <throat> with lazy eye, you know what I'm talking about. Your mom, right. the imp- My mom used to make me wear that patch, and it was the adhesive right. one where they just. Ooh. Oh, it was awful. I hated it. So that that's thing. why you, you didn't have an eyebrow on your one eye for <laughs> all of elementary just school? For, no, just for like one month, Matt. Oh, okay. Yeah, just happened to be during picture week. Ugh. It was that was so. I don't know. I should have stuck with it. I don't know if it would have made a difference. Oh, the regrets we have. That and piano lessons. <laughs> what you regret that you took them? <laughs> I re- well, I, I know. I know your teacher regrets that you took them. I said to my teacher, uh, "I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take lessons anymore." We didn't, first of all, we didn't have a piano in the house. <laughs> and it, was, it wasn't even a piano, it was organ lessons. I took organ lessons. Both of my grandparents had an organ in their house. Hmm. So if I wanted to practice, I had to go next door to my grandma's house. And my poor grandfather, uh, he was in a wheelchair. So he couldn't get away while I was, while I was practicing. And he would just sit there with his... Had a hand on his head, just saying, oh, my God, I'm stuck here listening to this kid. 
play the Mickey Mouse march over and over again. I bet you could have beat him at tennis. I don't know. I, I have a lot of unforced errors. Oh. I bet my great my grandfather could have given me a run for my money. At least a roll for his, your money. <laughs> well, I think that about does it for this episode of the South Ritual Podcast, Matt. All right. Unless you have anything else you'd like to contribute. No, I think that's about it. <laughs> Hey, listen Listen to us uh, whenever we feel like putting out a podcast. We're trying to be a little more consistent, but, you know, Matt, with with kids and a busy lifestyle like ours, it's just hard to make, make time for this. Hey, but I, I do know that the listeners uh, uh, out there, they really uh, appreciate all your efforts, though, in putting this together. Well, we, I know I do. We love it. We love doing it. I sent some South Ritual t-shirts to some listeners over the holidays and heard nice things back. Got some good pictures. Some people might have seen them. John Gaffney was wearing his shirt on uh, Facebook. I don't know if you saw that post. I sure did. Yeah. Thanks, John. Yeah. Shout out to everybody who's listening and spreading the word. Come see us in June. We'll have another podcast before then, for sure. But plan... Call, call your ticket broker. Look on StubHub. Mm-hmm. Uh, and check out check us out June 23rd at the Richfield Historical Society uh, in the center of Richfield. <laughs> Two o'clock. Tickets, tickets go on sale May 1st, so plan on sleeping out to buy your tickets. Yeah, and you can subscribe to the Historical Society uh, newsletter and learn more about what we're going to be talking about, I guess. They'll probably just Eventually. say that we're going to do it. Right. Anything you'd like to plug, Matt? I would like to say, uh, if you've enjoyed South Richfield Podcast, as I'm sure you all have, please go to iTunes and, and uh, give us a five-star rating. That helps get the uh, South Richfield uh, message out there to even more viewers or listeners. Yeah, and we're on Twitter, at South Richfield. And if you have any email that you'd like to send to us you can reach us at southrichfield at gmail.com for me and matt thank you for listening and we'll talk to you later